0: All right,
1: guys, uh, I got to tell you really quick uh, before we go on to anything else about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star. It is... Boomer Jacks. I've I've been telling you guys about them for several weeks now. Brian and I both have. Uh, We love seeing you guys send us those photos on social media of you guys hanging out out there uh, enjoying a cold beer, enjoying some wings or a burger or whatever else. Uh, It warms our heart, and I know it warms Boomer Jacks' heart. Uh, We're glad that you guys are enjoying it as much as we do. I keep telling you guys specifically about Tuesdays and Wednesdays because Tuesdays are half price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half price boneless wings, but they've got great deals the rest of the week as well. Drink special starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer. And it is the coldest beer anywhere around. And it's just the perfect spot for whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, a happy hour spot for you and your coworkers, Boomer Jacks is perfect for that. If you're looking for a nice dinner spot for the family, somewhere to unwind, it's a great spot too. My kids love table side s'mores that they bring out there. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, Boomer Jacks, man, wall to wall TVs. And I mean that literally the TVs fill up the walls at Boomer Jacks. You are going to be so glad you went there. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That is boomerjacks.com. All right. It is now time for our Dean Julia love of the star mailbag. This is where we turn things over to our dear sweet listeners uh, for their questions. Let them tee us up and uh, find out what they want to discuss. And uh, before we jump into the mailbag, I do need to make mention uh, July 4th from 8 a.m. to noon. Uh, Whether you're in the Dallas area and can listen on 105 Through the Fan or you're outside the Dallas area and you just want to follow along with us on YouTube... Brian and I will be uh, teaming up as the Love of the Star tandem on 105.3 The Fan to host from 8 a.m. to noon on July 4th. That'll be a live show. It's not going to be all Cowboys, but it will be mainly Cowboys is what we'll be talking that day. Uh, So if you guys want to jump on with us, you can either find us locally on 105.3 The the Fan in Dallas, or uh, you can just go to YouTube or Twitch, find the 105.3 The Fan page, subscribe to it, and you'll get an alert on uh, July 4th and can uh, hang out with us for four hours that day.
0: Yeah, I was kind of thinking, Bobby, that if I didn't have to work, that uh, that I would be listening to, uh, on Sirius Satellite Radio, they have like the top 1,000 songs of 19, of the 70s. Oh. So I was thinking that maybe, but now that I have to work, hey, come out and listen to us, you know, listen to us talk a little, little football, maybe get you ready for some other things, maybe we'll have a little barbecue talk maybe a little fishing talk maybe fireworks talk you know i mean hey there's all kinds of things going zero,
1: on Zero lsu talk we'll zero we'll,
0: lsu talk i we'll won't talk true. about lsu promise actually, you we'll, i won't talk have, about LSU. We might have
1: to. we'll be yeah, like four but, days, we'll be four yeah. days after the mlb draft we might have to talk about lsu oh yeah and hey
0: i'll have some uh, you know what i've got some scout buddy. i got a gang of oh i actually got a gang of two gang of okay. two in major league i got a gang That's of fine. two in major league baseball yeah
1: yeah Gets That's good too. So we'll, we'll 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 have all the insights for you on July fourth. You guys want to keep up with us? That's eight a.m. to noon Central. All right, Brian. Let's jump into some of these questions. First one uh, from Voch Lombardi. Oh, I love
0: my man Voch. Love guy.
1: him. Love Votch, him. Voch says if Matt go, has a ridiculously good, good question, camp, and he looks question. like a starter. Do you leave Tyler at left guard, your future left tackle, uh, or save money on Steele, future right tackle? Uh, this is a very interesting question. I'm, I'm curious how you tackle it, Brian.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. I I was, as people who've listened to me a long time now, well, at least a year, uh, I've, I was really, really wrong about Terrence Steele. I think Terrence Steele needs to be here. I think Terrence Steele needs to be in the lineup, but... I, as a former personnel guy, I could see exactly why Vach asked this question because yeah. if it's a if it's a deal where you're paying you're paying steel this year on the tender was it like four and a half million dollars on that yeah, tender?
1: Uh, I'll look it up. Right, Some, now.
0: somewhere right around there. Okay, if you're looking for a long term deal, which he probably is, and he's going to probably continue to play at a high level, you can't.
1: Um, 4.3 million. This okay.
0: Year. There you go. So 4.3 million on that tender. You, you could be in a situation like, well, who's more important to paying? Is it more important paying the tackle? Can we get a deal done with the center? Can we, you know, what's going on at left, left guard. So, you know, Steven Jones has talked about, you can't draft them all and you can't pay them all, you know, kind of a situation. If, if, if Matt will let's go shows that he's got the similar trajectory and, and let's be honest. I mean, when Zach Martin missed having Terrence Steele next to him in the second half of that yeah. season, he really, really did down, you know, Tyron Smith, you know, did the best he could, but they weren't the same group without him being over there. So I, from a, from a front office standpoint, if well let's go shows me that he can handle the job and can work with the guards and can be productive in the running game and can set up in pass protection and all those things boy i am sure looking at that if that saves me some big time money you know going forward I'm gonna look at it, but man, you have to be walking on water if you're Matt Walesko because I think the world now of Terrence Steele. Dead ball is wrong about him, but you know what? You know, he's a guy that's proven his worth. But it might come down to they need that money. They can't afford to give him ten, eleven, twelve million dollars to be a right tackle. They might that might not be something that they can they can stomach right now.
1: Next question here kind of expands on. Did I answer that the right way? You think? I, I, yeah. I, I think you do. You did. feel the same way? Do you feel uh, like? I do. Uh, there is some, there is part of me that says, look, if you were to just move, if you find that he's good, and part of this question would also have to do with, do we find that? Well, let's go is better at one specific side, like yeah, just just because he's good at right tackle, like Terrence Steele has shown, he's good at right tackle, left tackle he's not as good, right? You find that maybe that's the case with go. So you may not even have a choice to say, "Well, we can move Smith inside and put go yeah. left tackle." It may not be an option. Um, I I I think that go is somebody that the Cowboys believe has starter potential.
0: I think I, they I, do too. I, I think they do too. And the fact that he was able, you know, if they, I feel like they yeah, got that shoulder, a- that correct. shoulder situation, that subluxation, they yeah. had that problem, and I think they got that thing tightened up.
1: He so a- if is a tremendous foot athlete for his size no question it's ridiculous yeah the way that that guy moves for his size that's one of the reasons i think they do like trying yeah. well let's go out inside a guard because he has the ability to get up right. on the second on level with that size right so i don't maybe, maybe he's a maybe he's viewed as a zach martin replacement maybe it's nope we got our tackle steel and and tyler and no this yeah. is future right guard that may be what it is uh but here's a question from brandon Lori. And I think that it kind of expands on that. The offensive line could look completely different in 2024. Here's the worst case scenario for you, Brian. Biotish and Steele walk in free agency. Tyron Smith and Zach Martin retire. Then Tyler Smith is the only one left next year. That's mm. not that's a worst case scenario, but that's not the most impossible scenario. There's a there's a series of events that could lead to that being the case. So with that in mind, how important is the development this season for well, let's go ball? Farniak and Richards
0: okay this is where I, I I did talk to Will McClay about awesome Richards I I mean I point blank I I said listen you I think you stole one here you know mm-hmm. we've seen them draft mid-round uh offensive linemen usually from a directional school or something like that yep. that just hasn't really panned out like it needs to pan out but they might have actually hit the fact that you watch Awesome Richards play against Clemson, Notre Dame, Florida State, Miami, you see like a real player there. They they'll tell you he just needs to get stronger. The, again, the athletic ability with him, I I think they I think they stole one. I really do. So that gives me hope. Uh the Farniak thing, honestly, I think if something happened with Tyron Smith that Okay, you kick Tyler Smith to left tackle, and now who's the starting left guard? It's Matt Farniak, you know. So maybe that's some way of kind of keeping him in the mix. Maybe Matt Farniak is your center, you know. When uh, if if everything in this uh, kind of this doomsday offensive line scenario, sure. So I I I am not as high on ball. I'm just not. I just I, I felt like. I mean, with the with well, let's go. He misses like the majority of training camp. He comes back like the last game, and he looks in mean, the last preseason game. He's out there playing. He looks better than he looks better than Ball, and yeah. he didn't and he didn't do anything really all training camp except you know they threw him in there at the end to have to play. So I I I'd like to I'll admit if I'm wrong on Ball like I was Steel, I just don't I'm if you had to power rank him of the guys you talked about, he would be the last guy on my list. I just don't, I just don't trust him right now. I I don't. And that would be one that I think I could maybe be better, find better, you know, that kind of thing. You know, what about a guy like TJ Bass? You know, I mean, maybe, maybe they, maybe one of these guys that we're not talking about so much that they got, you know, as a, undrafted free agent could be a guy like all of a sudden in camp it's like wow this guy's got you know tj bash should have probably been drafted from oregon he wasn't yeah. so i i that's kind of my hope that somebody like that kind of shows up but I, my trust level with ball is is minimal right now
1: when you look at specifically Farniak, I think one of the things that's important to remember is even if they never view him as a starter, which I don't know that they, they don't, they may feel like he can be somebody who would eventually start. I think that they feel like in a pinch, he could play anywhere. He could, he could, play, he could play any of the five spots. I think they feel that same way about Awesome Richards. Yeah. And so the idea being that even if they don't view those guys ever as being full-time starters, those are two guys who could hang around for a very long time just based off of that. Um, as being guys who have the ability to cover anything that they need um, and play either side, snap the ball, whatever they got to do. Those are very rare traits, and I think they really believe in Farniak and Awesome Richards as guys who can do that. Uh, Next question here, you know what it is? His mailbag, so why don't we ask a question from him. Dean Julia is asking, what is a good upside player comp for Damone Clark, like a player he can grow into being. Now, I know I just thrust this on you, Brian, so I'm not going to... You know, I'll give you a sec to think about it. I'm going to throw out my name first. Go ahead. All right. So The high upside projection for me on Damone Clark, because I've thought this for a, a little bit now, is the guy that I would hope he could eventually become this guy, Demario Davis. That's the guy that I would like to imagine he could become on the high upside. Uh, the the long time Saints and uh, Jets linebacker and a guy who I think physically is is very similar. Uh, plays with a, a real intensity and and violence, and and has you know really uh, fantastic speed uh, to to run down some of these guys sideline to sideline. Um, I, I think that on the the high upside, you would say if Damone Clark. Could become Demario Davis, you'd be very happy with that. And it's it's certainly within the realm of possibility. But does anybody stand out for you, Brian, as a good player comp for Damone Clark? Could he be another LSU guy? Which one?
0: Brady James. Oh, that's interesting. Um Yeah. Could he be that that uh, you know, could he be like a physical point of attack player, rundown guy, you know. Plays a little bit of some coverage, maybe not the best at it, but good enough. Has a nose for the ball, you know, always kind of in the pile guy. Yeah. I kinda I kind of feel like that if you're talking about cowboy comparisons, that he would be a guy because I, I I see like Brady had great physical toughness. I think Clark, I think Clark has got toughness. I think he just needs to learn what he needs, to, how to play the scheme, where he needs to be. You know, maybe that you'll get a little bit more awareness. But I, I kind of like the, the physical makeup of him and how he's able to play at the point of attack. So I would compare him to maybe the high end would be Brady James.
1: Well, and I think that so I, I think that's a good comp. Um, the, Physically, they're they're similar. Um, they play with a lot of physicality. I would actually say Demon Clark's probably a better athlete than Brady James. Yeah, was, probably so. That's, so. A, that's a benefit there because Brady was generally kept inside, right? Uh, I, I feel like because of some of the athletic limitations, so he wasn't going to be as much of a like a run and chase. Will Damon Clark can play. I think inside or or playoff ball if he needs. Yeah, to.
0: I was just thinking about the size think, and the physicality do, at the point of oh, attack. Yeah, I, do,
1: I do think it's I think it's a great comment. I think Brady was probably where Brady has Demon Clark beat right now. Is, I think Brady was a, a, a high IQ linebacker.
0: I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and yeah. so.
1: You get some trade offs there, but in general, I don't think that that's a a bad comp at all. I think that that one makes a lot of sense. All right, that does it for us here today on The Love of the Star. As we mentioned, uh, keep an eye out for July 4th. You can join us over at 105 Through the Fan. Uh, If you're in Dallas, you can turn us on your radio. If you're outside of Dallas, you can catch us on YouTube or Twitch. Just go find 105 Through the Fan and subscribe there. But Brian and I will be with you live 8 a.m. to noon on 105 Through the Fan on July 4th. Uh, And we'll be back with another episode for you guys here shortly for Brian brought us on Bobby belt. We will talk to you guys later.